Welcome back. This is Restaurant Therapy Uncut. This is your favorite chef, Chef Roger Pete Smith. And today is episode eight, where I will be giving you the ins and outs of these BS loans that are coming from our government that everyone think is the best thing since sliced bread. And um, it's pretty good, but it's not as good as people think it is. So... Um, I would just want to say, don't ever judge a book by its cover and make sure you read into the details. So sit back, relax, open your ears and enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Restaurant Therapy Uncut. This is your favorite chef, Roger Pete Smith. Um... I'm here to discuss today about the process of taking a loan out, um, especially right now in the last couple of weeks. Um, you've been seeing a lot of action on the PPP loan, uh, the Small Business Association loan. Um, if you don't know what PPP stands for, it's the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, it's a loan by the government that they have gave out to small businesses to help them through these um, hard times right now, um, especially restaurants, restaurants and hotels uh, through these hard times right now with everything that's going on with the virus. So um, there's been a lot of noise because of Roof Chris and Shake Shack. And all of these places that has um, qualified to get this large sum of money and this large sum of money is, you know, going to big corporations because, you know, number one, they're big. They have more employees. And a lot of people think that it's unfair that these large corporations are getting these large sum of money. Uh, one of the reasons is because. With these loans, there's only so much money to give out. And like anything else in life, um, the little man is probably going to get the bad part of the stick, right? They're probably going to get crapped on. They're probably not going to get as much, if not any at all. So, yeah, that sucks. However, let me tell you about these loans. So um, a lot of people was freaking out about Ruth Chris and Shake Shack and there's a couple of more um, that's out there about these large amounts that they have and what people don't know and what most people did not do is look into those loans, right? Um, these loans are not free. These loans are not easy. Um, and these loans always come with a lot of stipulations. Anytime you get something from the government, um, especially when it has to do with money, um, there's a lot of stipulation that goes along with it. And a lot of people do not read the fine print or take the time to do the research to make sure that these things are accurate. And with large corporations such as Ruth Chris and Shake Shack, they have the manpower and the knowledge to go into details on what these loans um, have to offer. So they got this money and then uh, Shake Shack was smart enough after they did their research to give the money back. 
And then later on, Ruth Chris did the same. And there's a couple more out there that I will talk about later. But right now, we're just going to concentrate on the two restaurants. So Shake Shack had borrowed $10 million or not borrowed $10 million. They got $10 million from the government and then they returned $10 million. Now, a lot of people think, oh, Danny Myers, oh, Shake Shack, such a good company. They returned the money so it could go to small business. Yeah, but really, no, that's not what happened. All right. Don't be quick to applaud everyone. All right. Yes, they returned the money, but they didn't return the money because um, what most people think of what they gave that impression of returning the money so it can go back into the pot to allocate and go somewhere else. Um, most people think the little man. No, no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And that's far from the truth. Yes, they did give the money back. However, they gave the money back, but they gave the money back because they realized how much cash flow they had on hand and they can get a better option from banks that they deal with already in their corporations. They can get a way better opportunity to be able to take this money and make more from this money with banks that they already deal with. That is the only reason they gave that money back. If you really think that Shake Shack gave that money back because it was being a um, team player, you're sadly mistaken. Nope, nope, nope. Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris got $20 million. Um, This was the biggest one because Ruth Chris didn't announce that they was giving the money back until after Shake Shack gave money back. And um, it was a brilliant marketing move by Shake Shack to do that because it made them seem like they really, really care about the American dream and the little man and everyone that's in these small businesses. And that's really wasn't the case. They just got a better opportunity somewhere else. Now, as of Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris took 20 million or I keep saying take Ruth Chris got 20 million. And then Ruth Chris decided the same thing. Um, all the banks that they deal with or the couple banks that they deal with in a large corporation, they can get a better deal. And what's been what's the stra- what the strategy is, is these banks are getting smart. They're like, OK, the government offer you this, but I can offer you this. And it's usually around the same interest rate with the same amount of money. But the difference in between the money that's coming from the government and the money that's coming from these banks, the banks don't have as many stipulations as the government have. You got to think the government, <laughs> anytime the government give you money, there's a lot of stipulations. I don't know if y'all got a Pell Grant to go to high school. I mean, not high school, but college or a vocational school. I don't know if any of you guys out there got um, welfare. Welfare is another one. There's a lot of stipulation that comes with that welfare and, and food stamps, who you can have in your house, who you can't have in your house. If we give you food stamps, what you could buy with it, what you cannot buy with it. Um, anytime you get government assistance, and this is basically what this is. This is government assistance at one of the highest level. There's going to be stipulations with it. And people are so quick to judge and look into these numbers because there's large numbers and there's a corporation People never really read the fine lines and look deeper into the story. 
So this is one of the reasons why I'm talking about it. So just to piggyback off the whole Ruth Chris thing. So Ruth Chris got 20 million, right? Everyone was going crazy. Number one, people need to realize Ruth Chris has a hundred and twenty restaurants, a hundred and twenty restaurants. Right. And I think it's about a hundred and two of them that's in the United States. Right. If you do the math, that's somewhere between one hundred and eighty or one hundred and ninety thousand dollars, somewhere in there. Right. I don't know the exact number. That's one hundred and eighty thousand dollars per restaurant. Now, from the small businessman or the small restaurant owner. Yes, that is a lot of money. However, they were just going to divvy up that restaurant between each restaurant. Right. Which is really not that much money for the caliber and what they need to keep that restaurant afloat. Now. Ruth Chris is a powerful restaurant. And however, they did do, I think, over $400 million last year in growth revenue, which is whew, crazy. Over $400, over 400, over $400 million in revenue. That's absurd. So I know most people are like, well, dang, they should have plenty of money and plenty of money left over or in a cash flow where they can do what they need to do and not get government assistance. Yes, they do. But as rich people talk and wealth, wealthy people talk, they also always going to take advantage of where you can get richer and wealthier and come up with strategies where you can do certain things where you can get more money in your pocket or more money for your business or more money for, um, you know, um, the stockholders. You know, Ruth Chris got a stock out there, too, as well. People people don't realize that. And, you know, people don't care about that. And I understand that. Because we're all a part of, you know, the mindset of small businesses and, you know, just that independent restaurant or that independent hotel or bread and breakfast or whoever it is. We just like rooting for the little guy. Right. The little guy should all get help because because we are like appreciating the little man and the mom and pop restaurants and so forth. However, back to Ruth Chris again. Um, that's the whole story. What's happening is these banks are challenging now the government to give these better loans. And um, a couple of more people out there, Jay Alexander, um, the government gave them or they they approved for fifteen point one million. Um, they gave that money back. And actually, this is not a restaurant or a resort, but the L.A. Lakers. The Lakers got five million dollars. I think it was four point six to be a mat, um, four point six to be exact, and they gave that money back, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, but <clears throat> what these, like what I, what I was saying before, is these banks are challenging the government, which I mean, I guess it depends who the CEO is or the the owners of these corporations. You know, you could do whatever you want with your business. That's what's so great about these businesses. Another thing is people need to slow down because most people who has a small restaurant or a small hotel or an inn or bed and breakfast or something like that, you know, really our dream is to make as much money as we possibly can. And if it's a lot of money, a ton of money, that's great. And grow our business. You know, it would be great 
for that mom and pop restaurant started as a mom and pop restaurant. And then it becomes this multi-million dollar, you know, franchise. Do everyone want that? No, but our dream is to make a lot of money and for us to grow as owners, owners, chefs, uh, GMs, however, and have more opportunities. And the sad thing is these people who we fuss about and get pissed off about, um, they came up with a concept that's able to do that and create more jobs. And the more jobs you can create, the more money you're going to get from the government when something bad happens. They're going to be the first ones to react to it. If you're a major corporation, you, if you notice, like everything shut down, except the major corporations that has product that you need to survive. You notice they didn't shut down Amazon for obvious reasons. You know, they um I'm sure they could have shut down Amazon with everyone that work in the um the warehouse and driving those trucks. Um the same thing with Walmart, uh the same thing with Target and the list goes the list can go on and on and on every grocery store. Um I'm down here in the south, so Georgia and Florida, you know, the biggest grocery store chains down here is Publix and Kroger. You know, those two didn't mess a beat. You know, matter of fact, all those places made more money. All those places made tremendous amount of money. And um, no one not talking about those places at all um, because, I mean, why? You know, because we need those places and it's okay to shop at those places. We feel like it's okay to shop at a Target or a Walmart or actually I don't like Walmart, but um a Target and um <laughs> grocery stores or stores along um that nature. So we got to be careful uh who we bash on social media, who we talk shit about um and you know how we get pissed off at people before reading the fine lines and looking more in depth to it. And like when I first saw that, I knew something was off. Like I had a meeting, uh, me and a bunch of the chefs had a meeting about three or four weeks ago and we was on this topic and I was like, well, that really doesn't make sense. Cause I've been through this process. I've been through this process as owning, uh, two small restaurants. Um, um, and I went through the long process many, many of times and, you know, when you live in Florida or um, Georgia or South Carolina, anywhere that's on the coast, and I'm sure people can speak to this in Texas and New Orleans, too, as well, because they're on the Gulf Coast. But if you live in those areas, you deal with this type of crap one or two times a year because of hurricane seasons. You deal with this all the time with a hurricane season. Is it as bad as what we're going through now? Absolutely not. But you deal with stuff like this all the time. Um, insurance never pan out. Never pan out. It's like a 10% chance if insurance give you something um, due to power outage or your restaurant get flooded or you generally can't open because of tornadoes or hurricanes or whatever. So I've been through this loan process and I understand it pretty, pretty well. Um, so don't be so quick to judge. Don't be so quick to judge. You know, we're applauding Shake Shack because they gave the money back, but they only gave the money back because they got a better option. That's the only reason they gave the money back. And they just got the money from somewhere else. Um, 
we get pissed off at Ruth Chris because they was hesitant to give the money back until they realized other banks that started throwing money at them too as well. And then they gave the money back. And the same thing with Jay Alexander. And of course, no one's not going to say anything to the Lakers right now because the season is canceled, number one, because of everything that's been going on. And, you know, I think a lot of so-called Laker fans or NBA fans are still um, going through the process of the tragedy with Kobe Bryant. Is that the main reason? No, but that does help. Trust me, that that does help. So ways you can get money, legit money for your establishment if you haven't applied or got approved through the government process or the PPP loan um, or the small business association loans that they're offering. So most business owners, if you own a house, of course, the easy thing is to refinance your house, get a little bit of cash out to help out your situation. Um, 401k, 401k right now, there's programs out there right now. But certain companies, if you have a 401k where you can borrow money out of your 401k with no penalties up to $100,000, no penalties up to $100,000 that you can take out, which is pretty effing cool. Um, I went through the 401k process probably twice in my life already, and you get um, penalized pretty good at the end of the uh, tax season once you do your taxes the um, next year. Um, You also can go to your bank if you have a good relationship with your bank and you keep a good amount of cash flow, no matter how shitty your credit is, um, you probably can get a line of credit. You can get a line of credit. I would highly recommend if you was to have to borrow some money, if it's not a lot of money, just a little bit to get maybe started or just a little bit to get started and catch up some back pay on some things. A line of credit would be. The best way to go, they have the smallest interest ro- interest loan. Um, that's a good way to go. Um, the one thing I will tell you not to do, because once you start going through these processes, um, little small institutions that's going to start coming after you. And they're more like loan sharks, you know, um, loan sharks going to start coming after you like crazy. And the what I call loan sharks is. Of course, it's a term from like borrowing money from people like the mafia and stuff like that. And you have these extremely high interest rates. Um, But what has happened now, these there are a lot of these extremely, extremely small banks. That's kind of the same thing. They will give you, hey, I give you it. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars. You show in your bank that you make thirty thousand dollars where you're up and running pretty good. So I'm gonna give you $20,000, but I'm gonna give you $20,000 at 25% interest rate, just because you're so desperate in need of this money. Everyone else have turned you down. You probably got shitty credit. This is what I'm going to do for you. And sometimes you get to a point where you really, really, really thinking about it. And I know people in the past that have pulled the trigger on some stuff that's ridiculous as what I just said. And you're desperate in need, and sometimes it happens. I'm telling you, do not go that route. Do not go that route. Do not go that route. The best thing to do, depending on your concept and how much money you really need, um, get a line of credit. Get a line of credit. And if you can deal with the stipulations of what the government is giving you, 
then that's a good option too as well. Um, the stipulations are pretty crazy, but if you can deal with that, some people can deal with what they're um, asking for and what you need to prove, then go for it. I know if you had applied earlier for the um, SBA loan that they had something where you had the minimum of $10,000, they give you the minimum of $10,000, and then if you can if you approve for the rest of the loan, whatever those stipulations were, um, you would get almost a max up to what you asked for. So if you ask for $20,000, they'll give you $10,000 up front. And then depending on whatever the rest of that loan is, you would get anywhere between five dollars to $10,000, depending if you apply for whatever you're asking for. So, you know, today I just want to say, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, make sure you research and dive into these things and don't believe the hype because there's always a hidden clause somewhere um, when it comes to stuff like that. And it's always some kind of uh, marketing, marketing scheme or marketing plan where they could put stuff, stuff out in the media and make it seem like something that is really not. Um, everyone who's listening to this podcast, I hope this really help you especially this episode because this episode is uh, pretty pretty important because these are things that they don't teach you in cooking school these are things that they don't teach you in business school they don't teach you these things in high school they don't teach you these things in in college um, vocational school they don't teach you these things these are things either you're going to learn from loved ones that's been in the business or friends that's been in the business or you just did proper research and listen to a podcast like this here or you know did heard from other people that's already in the industry or have been in the industry uh, these are little secrets that people really don't share um, unless they've been through it. And sometimes the people who have been through it um, take a beating before they actually learn the system on how to overcome it. Um, also, if you was to another stipulation with the, the loan was um, they had to protect that they get that money back. So you had to prove that you was going to open back up. You definitely have to prove that you're going to open back up because I'm sure there's a lot of people. A lot of people that was going to get back a large sum of money and then was thinking about probably getting that money and run. And there's one thing you can't do. You cannot run from the government and they're going to put processes in place where they're going to get their money back. And you're behind going to be able to open up that establishment and pay that money back. So, you know, there's hidden clauses in there, too, as well. Um, it's just like insurance. You know, insurance is the same thing. Nine times out of nine times out of ten, you know, insurance claims is so funny because this is another thing. Anytime a restaurant catch on fire. Right. People think, oh, they just burn that down because, you know, they're just getting insurance money. <clears throat> Most. Insurance company. Do not insure your restaurant or your property, right? You do, they do not insure or you do not get that insurance money from those things unless you open back up. You have to open back up before you get that money. 
You can't just burn down a restaurant and commit fraud and disappear. No, you have to open back up. Now, I have seen it where people have started rebuilding, finish, open back up for a week or two, even a month, and boom, they're gone. But you do have to open back up before you get any of that money. They just don't give that money out all willy-nilly. It just doesn't work like that. So basically what I'm saying is for the people out there, mainly the people who get caught up in the hype so fast instead of um, doing the proper research or having sources where you can get the really, really true information, be careful. Be careful. It's not always what it pertains to be. And that's it. That's all I have for today is don't judge a book by its cover. You know, it's always some hidden things in there that most people don't know about. Mainstream people don't know about. And, you know, that's the government. That's that's our government. And that's how we do things in this country. We, we it's all about marketing It's all about making people believe something that's really not there. And you have some people that actually tell the truth. You have to choose which one that you believe in. And sometimes it's all of that. Sometimes it's a lie. Sometimes there's a little truth. And sometimes there's a little uh, perception there. So I want to say thank you for everyone for listening. Um, It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. And you guys out there, you ladies out there. Be kind to one another. Keep rocking it out. And I love I love this industry. I love this industry. The F&B industry is the most popular industry in the world. Thank you for listening and God bless. This episode is brought to you by Chef Feature Company, where Roderick Pete Smith have culinary products where you can buy and take home and have a wonderful culinary experience with whatever you're cooking or drinking. Um, Anything from um, coffees to Bloody Mary mix, margarita mix, salad dressings, um, a beautiful hot sauce and seasoning salt. Um, You can get these products on ChefFeature.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and have a blessed day.